0: Ross Tucker football podcast it is a monster Monday bright and early presented of course by DraftKings I'm Ross Tucker former NFL offensive lineman most of you know that already five teams seven years now I have a podcast that's five times in seven days I love that I love that was that symmetrical synchronicity nope definitely too early and too little sleep to try to pull that word off. Here's what I do know. It's a new week, which means not only do I have a lot to talk about in terms of the action yesterday, but we'll have a new spread the word winner via social media. And I'm doing it again. A quote tweet. I am looking for a good quote tweeter. You tell me. You quote tweet anything from at Ross Tucker Pod. Talking about the show. Number one, you get a great chance to get retweeted by at Ross Tuckerpod. Number two, you get a great chance to win one of these awesome press passes, maybe like last night's epic Bengals Ravens game, especially for you Ravens fans out there. We'll have a new sponsor confirmation email winner. So many good sponsors have come aboard for Q4, as they call it Masterworks, Symbol, Sling, Game Time. Absolutely love it. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL is, of course, how you can check out the show visually, see the highlights of all the other shows, College Draft, Even Money, Fantasy Feast, Business and Sports, and see the whole episode if you want as well. Love the cameo style shout outs for you guys. Who wants one? And then speaking of shout outs, it's unbelievable and very cool. How many new patrons we've gotten? Patreon.com slash RT Media. Just become a tuckhead. You'll be part of our private Slack channel, and you'll get to see the even money bets, the Friday picks, the press box grades, the power rankings,
1: etc. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. Overall themes from week five before we break these games down individually. You know, I mentioned the the patrons. I think
0: I forgot to mention Fernando Primero. Fernando's the latest patron. I forgot to actually do the shout-out that I wanted to do at that point. All right. So, several things I want to get into here. Let's start with Russell Wilson. All right. Reports came out on Friday that he has a partially torn lat and that he got a PRP injection in it, hoping that that will make it better. And I said this on Twitter. I'll say it here, at Ross Tucker NFL. When you're an NFL player, if you go inside the white lines, you're saying you're healthy enough to play, and you should be evaluated and judged based on your performance. And by the way, Russell Wilson knows that. Russell Wilson will tell you that. They don't grade on a curve based on any perceived injury you might have. You know why? Pretty much everybody out there has something bothering them. Everybody's got something going on. Now there are varying levels of how much it affects them or doesn't, but if you're out there, you are declaring yourself healthy enough to play and nobody cares. There are no excuses. Nor should they be. If you're out there, you're healthy enough. If you're not out there, then you're not healthy enough. And if you're healthy enough, you must perform. That's number one. Number two, they tweaked the concussion protocol. I need to look at it again. They added this word I've never heard of called ataxia. And which basically is the same to some extent as gross motor instability, except there's also like a speech component to it. But I feel like I want to read it again because I think it's still said if you have any of those things as a result of a neurological issue. Okay, well, what if you say and the doctor deems that you have that thing, but it's not from a neurological issue. They shouldn't say from a neurological issue. It should just say if you have it at all. So I need to read over it again. The thought process is that now if there's any gross motor instability, you won't play, which is interesting because Teddy Bridgewater did not go back in the game, even though he passed all of his concussion tests, they're saying that someone saw instability. I, I didn't see any video of it. If you guys did, I'd love to see it, but I didn't see any video of it. So now I'm scratching my head again. Like what? It, is there a new effective policy in place? Or was it, well, we're the Dolphins and we know what happened and he might have hit his head and let's just not put him back in the game. I'm not being critical. I'm just wondering. That that's all I want to know. A couple other things, by the way. While I'm on that topic, maybe it's because I'm getting older. Maybe it's because I have children who are growing up. But Chris Olave, you know, looked like he had the fencing posture. When his head slammed to the ground, to the turf, at the Superdome yesterday, boy, that is tough to watch. The fencing posture is really, really tough to watch. And then Savion Smith from the Lions, who had a neck injury, and you know the ambulance comes out there, and we see this a decent amount. Both teams come out there. And then to see his dad come out of the stands and his dad come on the field and his dad get in the ambulance, boy, that makes it real, right? And I think it, to me, because I lived it, normal people. NFL football players are regular people with moms and dads and wives and kids and they like family reunions and holidays and whatever. You sometimes you almost lose sight of that. Regular people that just happen to be better at football and get to play it for longer. But man, watching Savion Smith's dad come out, that um that really hit home for me. Really hit home. Two other things I wanted to hit on. The London Games are absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. For, for so many reasons. I mean, first of all, they've been good games, which is cool this year. I mean, both games have been absolute thrillers until the very end. So that's one good part of it. But just seeing the kaleidoscope of colors, just having a game on at 9.30 Eastern in the morning you know, having that game on, Giants-Packers, it's so fun to watch. And just having the chance to grow the game like that, I love it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I'm a huge fan, and I'm, I'm really glad they do it. Let's get to the Grady-Jarrett roughing the passer penalty. Everybody's up in arms in it. And guess what? They should be. It was a bad call. It could have affected the outcome of the game. Here's what I would tell you. I'm not big on just bashing the refs, right? I try to understand what's going on here. Jerome Boger was on the far side of Tom Brady. That's the direction that Grady Jarrett slung Brady around. These referees have been told... Protect the quarterback, protect the quarterback. When in doubt, with player safety and quarterbacks, throw the flag. That's what they've been told. Protect the quarterback, when in doubt. Protect the quarterback, when in doubt, throw the flag. So if you're on that side of them and you see Jarrett swing him around, now you and I that watched the replay five times think it's just a tackle. That's what he had to do to bring the guy down. But that's the perspective that Boger had. So what I say is, what's the root of the problem? The fact that they've been told, when in doubt, throw the flag with quarterback protection. And the fact that we can't review that. I'm not here to bash Boger. I'm here to understand why he did what he did and try to correct the issue moving forward. No more, when in doubt, throw the flag on quarterbacks. And number two, need the ability to overturn that when it's egregious like that via replay, period. Need that ability. We also need the ability to be able to get tickets to anything we want, whenever we want, cheaper than anywhere else. That's the Game Time app. I am borderline obsessed with the Game Time app at this point. In fact, one of the listeners met me where the, uh, I don't even know, but he was waiting for me, 15-year-old kid, waiting for me where you come out as a member of the media. And as soon as I came out, I said, Mr. Tucker, Mr. Tucker, it was awesome, absolutely awesome. And I'm already looking right now, and you can already get tickets to like when the Panthers come to the Ravens game. For $46. Those tickets are $46 already. If you want to come to a Ravens game. I'm sure I'll be doing more Ravens games. But they have Frozen. The Wonder Years. Bruce Springsteen Concert. You got to get the Game Time app. Create an account. Redeem code Ross. For $20 off your first purchase. Again. That's Ross for $20 off your first purchase terms apply i absolutely love this thing you can download game time this way you get last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed so just at least get the app on your phone right now put in ross and check out what they have in your area trust me you'll be happy you did it another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
1: All right, as we start with each of these games, we will start in London with the Giants and the Packers. Giants scored 17 unanswered at Tottenham to beat Green Bay 27-22.
0: What a gigantic, impressive win for the Giants. They didn't have Leonard Williams, who's their best defensive player. They're banged up on the offensive line. They've got Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones both beat up, and they won anyway. They came back from multiple double-digit deficits. They're like an entirely different team in terms of not only, you know, four and one and the way they're playing, but visually. I mean, the creativity. How about the first Bellinger touchdown where they tried to run like a Philly special and Bellinger just held onto it to score? All the Saquon Wildcat stuff. So impressed by the toughness. It's like this team is just sick of losing. And they're not going to take it anymore. Saquon, Daniel Jones, who's tough as nails. The Packers offense was held scoreless in the second half. Aaron Rodgers under duress. Didn't seem like the wide receivers were really getting open. Rodgers gets in this funk where he just kind of chucks the ball up. I don't know what's going on there, and then they got down on the goal line late, and Rodgers' last two passes, both batted down, terrific job by Wink Martindale's Giants defense, huge win for the Giants, equally really bad for the Packers, who now are going to really be in a dogfight to win
1: that division with the Vikings. 424 yards and four touchdowns for Josh Allen. Bills blow out the Steelers 38-3. to
0: Found out that TJ Watt had knee surgery as well. So that's what's keeping him out more than the peck now. You know, I wonder a little bit if there's any part of TJ Watt that's like, I, I, I mean, I think he's going to make sure he's a really 100% healthy before he comes back partially torn pec, knee surgery, teams one and four. You know, they have a couple nice plays to start the game. Then they give up a Gabe Davis 98-yard bomb, 98 yards. Then later on, Josh Allen throws the ball deep to Gabe Davis again. Probably the Steelers' best player right now, Minka Fitzpatrick. He's right there. He's right there. Gabe Davis gets a hand on it, but then Minka has two hands on it, almost like he's a ball carrier holding it, and Gabe Davis still rips it out of his hands. Gabe Davis wanted it more, and that's when I knew the route was really on, and maybe it's just not the Steelers' year. I mean, unbelievable. Multiple extracurriculars around Kenny Pickett, around hits on Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was okay, as a quarterback in this game. He took a couple of questionable shots. I did like seeing the Steelers' offensive line having his back, but they have no run game. I mean, that's not helping. The offensive line's not run blocking. Najee Harris needs to hit I don't know what he's waiting for. He needs to go. That's not helping Pickett. And the defense is really even worse, which is very problematic.
1: Austin Eckler had a receiving touchdown and a rushing one as well. It's the eighth time in his career he's done that. Chargers over the Browns, 30 at 28. So this is the
0: type of game that the Chargers would have always lost previously. It is. I mean, Nick Chubb has an awesome long touchdown run. Next thing you know, the Browns are up 14-0. And this would have been the game that the Chargers come all the way back but fall short but not this time. Eckler had his second straight impressive game, as you mentioned, Bry. The Browns' D is not good enough. I mean, especially at home, the defense just is not as good as it needs to be, But and yet the Browns still had multiple chances to win the game. They're down near the goal line, Bry, and Jacoby Brissett throws an interception. You can't do that. You're down by two. You can't throw an interception. Worst case scenario, kick the field goal to take the lead. The one thing Jacoby Brissett usually does is take care of the football. You can't throw that interception in that situation. I thought um, Brandon Staley going for it on the next drive by the Chargers was very interesting decision. Be curious to talk to Fezic about that one on the even money podcast going for it rather than punting it away the browns get the stop but then cade york their you know rookie fourth round pick they took him high for a reason not able to come through and a- another brutal brutal loss for the browns where they had multiple opportunities to win that game i mean that one is really
1: going to sting no more winless teams in the NFL as the Texans get their first victory, thirteen to six over Jacksonville. Where were you yesterday, Brian? Forget Buffalo. How was the food? Uh food. Food was good as as always. Uh, we had uh, breakfast stuff: uh, eggs, bagels, fruit, bacon, sausage in the main press box, and by the broadcast uh, area, uh, an egg frittata and some Danish, but. At halftime, they pulled out buffalo-flavored tortellini and uh, pulled pork, assortment of cookies, and other fun stuff. I noticed
0: that when I was there for that Monday night that they, uh, they've stepped up their game for halftime. It's almost like halftime the pri- is the priority uh, rather than pregame, which is interesting. Listen, uh, Damian Pierce for the Texans is a bad man. I mean, he had a couple runs in that game. That were incredible. The Jaguars, they just made critical mistakes that the Texans don't. It's that simple. I mean, they moved the ball, but two interceptions by Trevor Lawrence. They got stopped on downs three times. Frankly, they need to get Travis Etienne the ball more. The big takeaway for the Texans, how about Derek Stingley? Had an awesome pick, made a bunch of tackles, making – Plays on the ball. That looks like a very good selection by the Houston Texans. Derek Stingley.
1: Justin Jefferson, also another very good selection. Uh, He had a career-high 12 catches, 154 yards for the Vikings in their 29-22 win over Chicago.
0: Right, and Kirk Cousins completed his first 17 passes, a lot of them to Jefferson, as the Vikings raced out to a big lead. But the Bears, the Bears battle, man. They're, the Bears are a different team, too. There's a bunch of teams that I feel like are different and better with their new coaches. Under Eberflus, they battle back, man. Uh, Cousins had to lead a gutsy touchdown drive late to win the game. He had the runs for the go-ahead touchdown. I mean, I, I thought it was also Field's best game. Threw for over 200 yards. Didn't turn it over. Now he got helped by an unbelievable catch by Darnell Mooney. Uh, it's kind of wild that the game was even this close, given how amazing the Vikings moved the football. But some special teams mistakes, the Cousins interception, you know, kind of kept it close and gave the Bears a chance to come all the way back. Speaking, by the way, of giving it a chance, you guys need to give ExpressVPN a chance. Number one, should be mandatory with all the people looking to steal your information out there to have an ExpressVPN for when you're traveling or anytime. But how about being able to watch shows? You know, we have an ExpressVPN. My wife can just binge watch The Office on UK Netflix because with ExpressVPN, you can control where the websites think you're located. I mean, if you love like Korean drama dramas, you can use ExpressVPN to parasite off South Korean Netflix. I mean, it's not just Netflix, Hulu, YouTube. They have them all. Works on all your devices. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash Tucker right now. And you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Tucker. expressvpn.com slash Tucker to learn more.
1: Bailey Zappi and the Patriots, shout out to the Lions,
0: 29-0. Already mentioned uh, the Savion Smith neck injury. Jack Jones, if you remember TJ McCrate, came on the show, said he was a big fan of Jack Jones, the longtime NFL scout. Well, Jack Jones had another pick, back-to-back weeks. I thought Bailey Zappi was very solid in his first start. Not spectacular, but solid. It helped at what? Five Lions DBs got hurt. The, the defense just isn't good enough. Lions defense just is not good enough. They didn't make the Patriots punt until 11 minutes left. Although in this game, the Lions offense wasn't good enough either. Jared Goff was under pressure throughout the game, especially from Matthew Judon, who's had a really good start to the year. Lions get shut out. Shut out. 29-0. And Patriots, this is their formula. Great D. Quarterback doesn't turn it over, makes enough throws. And in this case, they rode Ramondre Stevenson, career-high 161 yards, which was because Damian Harris got hurt, so they didn't split time.
1: Three rushing touchdowns for Taysom Hill and another one in the air. Saints win 39-32 over Seattle.
0: Well, DK Metcalf made a big play early, but you're right, Brian. It was all Taysom Hill dominating on the ground, hit that pass to Troutman, even returning punts. But the two long runs by Taysom Hill, he was was the most impactful player in the game. Kenneth Walker had a long run for the Seahawks, and Geno Smith played really well again. I mean, Geno Smith is playing well. The problem, frankly, for the Seattle Seahawks right now is Pete Carroll's defense. They're not playing well enough. That's two games they lost that they would have won if Carroll's defense just played average.
1: New York Jets beat a team from the AFC East for the first time since week 17 of the 2019 season. Jets 40, Dolphins 17. Yeah, that's just so wild, man. I mean, that that's just bananas. Teddy, That, that stat
0: you had, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt early. So Skylar Thompson came in, already talked about the Bridgewater thing. You know, Skylar Thompson, then Robert Sala just heated him up. I don't know if that was the plan anyway, but he got the pressure on Skylar Thompson, tried to make the rookie uncomfortable. Sauce Gardner, it it looks like the Jets have some really good young players. Sauce Gardner is the one that knocked Teddy Bridgewater out of the game with that blitz off the edge for a safety he had an interception, five tackles, and Brees Hall looks like an absolute stud. Even though Michael Carter vultured his touchdowns,
1: Brees Hall looks like a keeper, the running back. Tom Brady and the Bucks beat the Atlanta Falcons 21-15. Tom Brady has never lost to the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Well, the Bucks raced out to a 21-0 lead, and I thought, oh boy, here they are. They're going to roll as they were seemingly moving the ball at will early in the game to go up 21-0. But there's something about these Falcons, Arthur Smith. They don't quit. They keep playing. They believe. They move the ball primarily on the ground, over 150 yards, including 61 from Mariota, who still, by the way, is taking too many sacks. Mariota is killing the Falcons, how many sacks he takes, and missing too many throws. And yet they still... Would have had a chance, the ball, and a chance to win it. They got a touchdown, if not for that really disappointing call on Grady Jarrett. Really disappointing.
1: Uh, Leonard Fournette had a big
0: day as well for the Bucks.
1: Commanders lose their fourth straight, while the Titans win their third in a row. The final in that game, 21-17.
0: So nice to see Brian Robinson back, uh, the rookie running back for Washington, who was the victim of a carjacking, shot a couple times in the leg. Thank goodness those bullets just passed through and he's able to come out and play already. You know, Carson Wentz makes so many good throws. I mean, Terry McLaurin and, and, and Curtis Samuel were solid. Uh, De'Ami Brown had two huge, really impressive plays. But the problem is, late in the game, when it was time to win the game, Carson Wentz not only didn't make the positive play to help the Commanders win, he threw an interception on third down. Really bad interception, third down. They would have had one more down. It's not all on him, but it just seems like these are the type of things that he does in clutch situations more often than not. As for the Titans, they are absolutely back to their winning formula. I mean, they just are, right? I mean, this is who they are, which is the D-line beating up the other team all game like they did and just enough from Derrick Henry to win the
1: game. 49ers beat the Panthers 37-15. to Jimmy G, 253 yards, two touchdowns. Emmanuel Mosley, 41-yard pick, six in the win.
0: Well, that was a huge play by Mosley, but then it appears as if he tore his ACL, which obviously is not – that'd be a big, big loss for the Niners. I feel like the Niners sort of get more than their fair share of injuries every year. Um, they also – Jeff Wilson had a nice day. thought it was Garoppolo's best game, and, and I think Matt Rule's done because now it's not only the quarterback and Baker Mayfield not playing well, but it's also they, they didn't play very well defensively, which is supposed to be Matt Rule's thing. There's people that believe Matt
1: Rule will be fired as soon as today. Eagles remain unbeaten after a twenty seventeen win in Arizona. Cardinals, Matt Amendola misses a game tying field goal with under 30 seconds left.
0: So they didn't they didn't play great, the Eagles. They got out to a 14-0 lead, but they really didn't play great after that. Uh, The Cardinals, kudos to the Cardinals for the comeback. They played pretty good defense, and they did an outstanding job. Kyler Murray actually ran the ball pretty well with James Conner, I thought, um, and Eno Benjamin. Kyler Murray was getting the ball out quickly, and the Cardinals had a great chance to at least tie it to send it to overtime. But critical error late. Kyler Murray slides short of the first down. You cannot do that in that situation. And then spikes it. So then they had to kick it. And their backup kicker missed it. I mean, these are the things that are the difference
1: between winning and losing in the NFL. Cooper Rush, now 5-0 as a starting quarterback. Cowboys over the Rams, 22-10. And the Cowboys defense was just unreal in that game. You can watch
0: every play of the Cowboys or anyone else if you have Sling TV. In fact... You can catch all the action on one screen and get every touchdown every Sunday thanks to NFL Red Zone available on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. Sling is easy to use, easy to set up, and right now you can try it for half off. Just visit Sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today, every touchdown, live, every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. Right now, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Usually it's 46, now only 23. Think about that. The best deal on Red Zone that's out there. So you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit Sling.com slash BlueNile.com. nile.com not a big day for cooper rush but as usual he does not make the critical errors which is vitally important and the defense was incredible tony pollard obviously had a big game on his 57 yard touchdown run and late in the game when the rams had a chance to get back in it michael parsons took over he's a defensive
1: player of the year so far in the nfl All right, and finally, the game you were at, Sunday Night Football, the Bengals and Ravens. Justin Tucker nails a 43-yard game-winning field goal to give that Ravens team a 1917 win over the Bengals and sole possession of first place in the AFC North.
0: Well, if you didn't already, check my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all three of them. I posted it. The Ravens put all kinds of candy, okay, in our booth and said, welcome, Westwood One Sports. They knew exactly what they were doing. Bry, my reputation precedes me. They know how important press box food is to me. That was unbelievable. So Chad, Patrick, everybody, Ravens PR, that was amazing. They have now set the standard for all the other organizations out there. And then the press box food was really good. They had before the game, Bry. They had Chinese food and sushi. So they had like bang, bang shrimp and beef and broccoli and rice and orange chicken, which was very good and sushi like good sushi. It was good. So nice. And then halftime they had like chicken tenders, mac and cheese, soft pretzel, but the candy was clutch. And at halftime. I just had fruit. Cause I had two. The, the fruit was like, blueberries and raspberries and blackberries. I mean, it was it was an A-plus performance by the Ravens, and that's why they were able to win the game late. All right? They had double-digit lead in the game because they were running over the Bengals early. I don't know how Mark Andrews gets open so much. We talked about that with Greg Cosell, but he does. The whole game flipped on Lamar Jackson's interception to Von Bell. All of a sudden, you know – the the Bengals got their offense going, especially Hayden Hurst at a big game. The Bengals two minute drill, 10 10 at halftime. Third quarter, Lamar missed two wide open touchdown passes. Wide open. But then it flipped again when Patrick Queen got interception. Joe Burrow grooved an interception right to Patrick Queen. My brother from another mother, Justin Tucker, crushes a 58 yarder. Then the Ravens get a goal line stand when the Bengals got too cute after a crazy long drive. Um, Ravens marched again, but they had to settle for a field goal, 16-10. Kudos to the Bengals, Joe Burrow and Mixon and Jamar Chase. They get a touchdown to go up 17-16, but then Lamar used his legs to get the Ravens in the field goal range, and Justin Tucker made his 61st consecutive Unbelievable field goal in the fourth quarter or overtime as the Bengals get the big win. Love Monday shows. Love telling you guys the interesting part of each game. Love Pizza Boy Brewing Sportaculture. Humanheadnyc.com, Steakhouse Sports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, dot Scheduler.com, and the number one gift you can get anyone you know. For any reason, myfrontpagestory.com. Programming note, College Draft Podcast will be recorded tomorrow. Brian has to travel back. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Piece, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft.
1: All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.